There are all types of curious and wonderful people in this world, and the world would not be the same if we didn't have them. Let's talk about that. This is a beautiful thought. Welcome, beautiful thinkers. I think a lot about this phrase. It takes all types to make a world. When I researched the the origin of the phrase, I was a little surprised to find it actually comes from Don Quixote, which is very interesting. It kind of puts a, a different context in this expression. Well, I'll read out the passage in Spanish and then translate it a little. In this scene, what's happening is Don Quixote is saying to his wife that he's going to go off and going to do battle again as a knight. And he says, Mira, amiga, respondió Don Quixote. No todos los caballeros pueden ser cortesanos. Ni todos los cortesanos pueden ni deber ser caballeros andantes. De todos ha de haber en el mundo. Y aunque todos seamos caballeros, va mucha diferencia de los unos a los otros. So what he's saying is, he says to his wife, Look, my friend, responds Don Quixote, not all knights can be knights of the court. And not all knights of the court can be, well, he says walking knights, but he means uh, like knights that do battle. There must be all types in this world. And even though all of us might be knights, there must be a lot of difference between some and others. <laughs> now, this is kind of funny. I, f I find this extremely ironic. I don't know if uh, Cervantes intended this irony. But of course, now this, this phrase means that we, when we see somebody doing something strange or somebody who has some strange habits or strange ways of thinking, we can say, oh, well, you know, it's, takes all times to make a world. Some some people are going to be different and they have their place in this world too. But in the original context, Don Quixote is actually making this speech, which is a kind of a man's got to do what a man's got to do speech. Like, I, <laughs> I must be one of those... <laughs> I must be one of those who goes out and, and does battle. Of course, it's, it's, yes, it's extremely ironic because he's actually deluded. He's, he's not, <laughs> he's not going out there to do battle, but that's what he believes. So he is one of these uh, unusual people who has unusual ways of viewing the world. And yeah, I think about this a lot because there was a time not so long ago, this this is a, an extremely Christian expression, I could say, that there must be all types in this world. Because it wasn't so long ago that if somebody were unusual, they were treated un extremely unkindly 
by others. Then there were witch hunts for for people who had deformities or, or things like that, or people who behaved strangely. Others would believe that that they must be somehow wicked. But <laughs> good thing is today in, in this day and age, we can accept people who are different as part of this society. And I think it's entirely a good thing. <laughs> you might remember in that advertising campaign for Apple, not that I'm, I'm particularly a fan of Apple, but the, the ads sometimes are really, <laughs> really good. Uh, you know, they say think different. And they had that advertising campaign, which is like, here's for the crazy ones. Because people who, who are crazy enough to think they can change the world, sometimes they do. <laughs> well, those people out there, the frontiers people, the people who are willing to push the boundaries of what it means to be human or push the boundaries of thought, expanding ideas, even though it becomes uncomfortable, even though it, it might push the bounds of society. When Tesla came out, at one point he, he came out making these grand predictions. I think he even, all right, don't quote me on this because there are a lot of strange rumors about, about Tesla, but he made some very interesting predictions talking about what the future would look like he might have even said that we ha would have personal computers in our pockets and use them for communication and this sort of thing because he saw further. <laughs> and uh, he did pay the price and people were resistant to that. That's, well, there are two sides to this, I suppose. One side is that we can embrace people who are different, have strange ideas and that's a wonderful part of this world. The other side of it is uh, when we do take those risks, go out on a limb, be a little daring out onto the frontiers of thought. Well, maybe we will risk a little social abandonment or something like that. But maybe it will be worth it to explore those bounds of concepts, things that are a bit different, things that maybe nobody has thought before. What would come <laughs> from that interesting, curious exploration of the mind? Thank you for thinking a little differently. Thank you for embracing those people who are a bit different. A beautiful thought. Thanks for listening there. Just a couple of notes. I know somebody, some some of you Hispanophiles, Hispanophones are going to pull me up on this. <laughs> I did uh, make a little mistake when reading out that passage from Don Quixote. I said, deber, where I should have said, deben. So, nin Ni todos los cortesanos pueden ni deben ser caballeros andantes. 
which is to say, not all of the courtiers can be nor should be knights errant. So <laughs> just to go correct that little mistake, I mentioned Nikola Tesla there and I said, don't quote me on this. Well, it turns out you, you can quote me at least according to this interview from 1926 published in Collier's magazine. So there's a relevant point here. I'll just read this out. This is quite fascinating. So this is the quote, direct quote from Tesla himself. When wireless is perfectly applied, the whole earth will be converted into a huge brain, which is, which in fact it is, all things being particles of a real and rhythmic whole. We shall be able to communicate with one another instantly, irrespective of distance. Not only this, but through television and telephony, we shall see and hear one another as perfectly as though we were face to face, despite intervening distances of thousands of miles. And the instruments through which we shall be able to do this will be amazingly simple compared to our present telephone. A man will be able to carry one in his vest pocket. So there you have it from the man himself, Nikola Tesla. It's very fascinating, actually, to read out those words. I was reading them earlier and trying to do it in a sort of, well, not exactly Lectio Divina, but <laughs> trying to read it more in his accent or capture the essence of what he was saying, the feeling behind the words. And I would say... In a very interesting way, Nikola Tesla was a man of, of great faith because you can feel, actually reading out his words, you can feel the, the conviction behind them. It's quite fascinating. It's very interesting what we can do, the kind of insights that we receive when we do take somebody's words and try to read them out, believing them. <laughs> <laughs> as we say them, as as we, as we do in Lectio Divina. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, have a wonderful day.